0: Mainnet 2021 is approaching fast. Join Masari's annual summit, September 20th to September 22nd, in New York City. The summit gathers crypto professionals for three days of agenda setting discussions, demonstrations, and networking. Learn more by visiting mainnet.events and get $450 off your pass using offer code Podcast. All one word. That's mainnet.events and get $450 off your pass by using offer code Podcast. All one word. Now, To the show. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, MasterCard acquires CypherTrace, cryptocurrency now legal in Ukraine, and OpenSea lost some NFTs. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, September 9th, 2021. Just a little follow-up from yesterday. As you know, we did the Coinbase episode. Brian Armstrong had this string of tweets to the SEC about what's happening there. He He said it's a little shitty what's happening behind closed doors at the SEC. He thinks that he's being targeted, and so is the crypto industry. And Mark Cuban said, hey, go on the offensive. He tweeted this at Brian Armstrong. He said, Brian, this is regulation via litigation. They aren't capable of working through this themselves and are afraid of making big mistakes in doing so. They leave it to the lawyers. Just the people you don't want impacting new technologies. You have to go on the offensive. And I just thought this is interesting. I really think this is interesting to see like the community and people giving advice back and forth to see what is going on with the SEC and to help shape this conversation and to give Brian a little encouragement to keep fighting. I saw a tweet from Wendy O. yesterday that I really like. It said, earning 4-9% passive income on a top 10 crypto exchange on stablecoins is so dangerous. So thankful the SEC is forcing me to use my bank account, earning 0.03% interest. She continued to say, this is the most moronic tweet I've ever tweeted, but it's all true. Where's the lie? And she's not wrong. And then Jason Calacanis, who's an entrepreneur and a host of the All In podcast with Chamath Palihapitiya, David Sachs, and David Freeberg. He tweeted, can someone explain to me how a crypto company can afford to pay 7% interest on your crypto holdings? Who are they lending the crypto to and how much interest are those folks paying? I encourage everybody to tune into the All In podcast. That's probably going to come up on Friday or Saturday. They are kind of wonky when releasing it, but they have great conversations. I bet that they are going to talk about this. And By the way, I'm going to start making a call-in app show. If you guys don't know call-in, call-in is a new product. It's like Clubhouse and Twitter Spaces mixed together, but then you're able to publish it because then you have an RSS feed, so you can just publish whatever you're talking about on your live conversation on to a podcast form, and it's made by David Sachs, who is part of the All In Podcast, and he's also an entrepreneur and you know multi-billionaire, whatever, whatever these people do is just throw money around and make cool things, but I'm going to start doing that because I think it's a great innovation on something that I always thought was kind of flawed. Clubhouse, I thought was flawed. Spaces, I think is flawed, and this actually might work because you're able to record the conversations, and if you like them, publish them into podcast form. Anyway, that's enough rambling for me. Let's get into those crypto prices. <coughs> Here we go, money talk. And I'm recording this at 11:15 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is up a little bit, popping its nose above 46,000 at $46,952. It was at 47. It's actually at $46,954 now, up 1.4% in 24, yet down 5.3% in 7. Ethereum is up 3% at $3,525. Cardano's in the number three spot at $2.58, up 6.7%. Binance Coin's in the number four spot at $419, up a percent. And Teller's in the number five spot. Solana's number six at almost $200. It popped up to $205 yesterday. That's what I saw, maybe even higher. And uh, actually, it just changed to $200. And everybody was wondering when this crypto crash happened what the bounce was going to look like who's going to bounce highest and well solana did it is up 25 percent in 24 hours and 72 percent in seven days it is on a tear the nft market that's swelling on solana that didn't even exist before is now pumping it to the number six highest market cap cryptocurrency if you are holding solana you are happy happy people my friend that holds solana who's been holding for a while texts me every morning happier and happier but this is not financial advice. Don't forget to take profits because if you guys have been in the game for a long time, you know you could be stuck holding bags. XRP is in the number seven spot. those coins in the number eight spot. Polka dots in number nine. And ten is USDC. Total market cap is 2.14 trillion dollars. BTC dominance of 41.3 percent and an F dominance of 19.4 percent. And now it's time for coin of the day. And our coin of the day is Dexie. And Dexie is ranked number 571 on Coin Market Cap. Its price is $12.25. And it is down 1.3% today in 24. Market cap is $41.8 million. And its fully diluted market cap is $1.2 billion. Only 3% of Dexie is in circulation. Where can you buy Dexie? Well, you can buy it on Binance, Gate.io, Uniswap, and PancakeSwap. Its all time high is. $33.54. It's down 64% from its all-time high, but it's up 1,776% from its all-time low of $0.65. Cents. So what is Dexi? And it's actually a pretty good idea. I don't know how they implement it, and I don't know how safe this will be because it uses a lot of smart contracts, but it's DeFi social trading. If you guys know what social trading is, it's like on some of these apps like eToro or um, maybe eTrade, you can follow certain traders and you can follow their trades and basically mimic and comment copy their trades because they're good traders and you want to just follow what they do because you don't have the skill or the patience or the time to do those trades so you just say here throw stuff at a wall uh, or another trader see what sticks and see if they can make you some money and this is what they're doing with DeFi and what they're doing with uh crypto is they're like whoa we have a gap in the market and we're trying to figure out if we can find traders that you can mimic Um, And put those trades into a smart contract, uh, issue a token that represents the value of those trades. And then basically, you can capitalize and earn the profits on the trades that these better traders or these traders that are actively trading are making you so you can cash out those profits. It's a great idea because if the product fits in centralized trading, then why can't you do it in decentralized trading? I am very skeptical about the ability of a smart contract to do that without flaws and without or exploitations in the code. I, I am very skeptical of that, but the idea is sound. Anyway, that's D C or Dexie, uh, Dexe, D E X E. The ticker is D E X E. Moving into today's headlines. Mastercard acquires crypto analysis firm CipherTrace. As you guys know, CypherTrace has been on the show a couple of times. Dave Jevons, the CEO, he was on last on December 11th. You can go back and listen to that. And in the episode, we were talking about if CypherTrace exists to help crypto or hurt crypto. And he said to help because we need to make rules and help crypto firms play by those rules so we can grow the crypto space. Well, they were acquired by Mastercard, and Mastercard's view is to help businesses identify and understand their risks. And I think that this is very interesting that MasterCard is now acquiring Cypher Trace because are they going to be good actors or bad actors in the space? I guess with any tool, with any, I guess this could be also a weapon, it could be a tool or a weapon, how it's going to be deployed and who's going to deploy it. And what are their actual goals with this? Are they going to come into the crypto space and help it out? Or are they going to come into the crypto space to destroy it, to keep the basically the standard quo institutions? I am skeptical. Binance said that it's going to be supporting Cardano's Alonzo hard fork, which is going to be happening on September 12th at around 9:44 UTC. This is going to bring smart contracts to Cardano, so you can do smart contract thingies like DeFi. That was a very technical term, right? Thingies, and well smart contracts were already released on the testnet and people started building apps or dApps on that already and well it didn't go that smoothly there are some flaws in the smart contract code with some of the developers of the app said it's not a fundamental flaw but it's simply a design challenge that needs to be addressed eric wall the chief investment officer at crypto fund arcane assets told decrypt that cardano was not built for the current DeFi landscape this is concerning we'll have to see how everything develops but september twelfth, nine 944 utc smart contracts alonzo hard fork cardano mainnet let's keep our eye out ukraine parliament today voted to make cryptocurrency legal within the country and allow crypto exchanges to officially operate in the country Previously, this was kind of a gray area in Ukraine, and we didn't really know where it was going to end up. You know, it's still a gray area in lots of countries. But Ukraine just said, done with it. Let's put it into its rightful place, and let's get this done. Make it legal so people can start developing and innovating. The deputy minister of Ukraine said it's going to become a powerful incentive for the further development of the cryptosphere in Ukraine because it's going to stimulate attraction of foreign companies and foreign exchanges to come to Ukraine to set up shop. Comedian Steve Harvey. You remember how I made fun of Steve Harvey for having his own NFTs like back in May or something like that to raise money for his charity, the Steve and Marjorie Harvey Foundation. And I was just like, Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey NFTs? This is a thing? Well, Steve Harvey just changed his picture to a Solana monkey business NFT. Basically, it's a pixelated monkey because apes and monkeys are a thing now in the crypto space on NFTs. And he now has one in his Twitter bio picture it's his avatar picture it's his profile picture a pixelated business monkey is steve harvey hodling some solana i mean steve harvey is rich and if he put a million dollars which is not probably a lot of money for steve harvey steve harvey is doing very well he could have really 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 banked this and well i can see why he wants to promote his new business nft monkey on his twitter profile picture and finally, beware everybody on OpenSea, as we heard before from a friend of mine who got kind of rug-pulled. I don't even want to call it a rug-pull, but it was it was scammy, a scammy situation where he bought an NFT, the NFT didn't show up, and he lost his F and the NFT. Long story short is things happen on OpenSea, and even OpenSea Marketplace could have bugs. And a recent bug resulted in 42 NFT collectibles being accidentally burned or destroyed. And this was a loss of over $100,000 in NFTs. Decrypt reached out to OpenSea for a comment, including whether the firm plans to compensate affected users, but the company did not immediately respond. And I hope they make things whole. I hope they make things right, because that's what you do if you're a responsible company and it's your fault. $100,000 to OpenSea is not a lot of money. Actually, it's like going down to a Starbucks and getting a coffee for them. So make it right, OpenSea. Make it right. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. I am speaking really fast today. I guess it's just all the coffee this morning. I'm just really into it. Just really into it. Anyway, please go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. It helps us stay up there in the rankings and share this with your friends and family because they need to know about The Crypto News Daily because it's a fast-moving industry and, well, it's just a fun show to listen to. And until tomorrow, week in review, happy hodling, everyone. Mainnet 2021 is approaching fast. Join Masari's annual summit, September 20th to September 22nd in New York City. The summit gathers crypto professionals for three days of agenda-setting discussions, demonstrations, and networking. Learn more by visiting mainnet.events and get $450 off your pass using offer code podcast. All one word. That's mainnet.events and get $450 off your pass by using offer code podcast. All one word.